The podcast you're about to listen to was taken from one of our live programs. If you don't already listen to Radio Maria Live, you can do so on DAB in selected regions of the United Kingdom or by downloading the app. Just search for Radio Maria Play. All the Radio Maria podcasts are conveniently stored on this app. We'd like to thank all our listeners who support us with monthly donations so that we can continue to be a Christian voice by your side. To find out more about becoming a monthly supporter, visit www.radiomariaengland.uk. Hello everyone, this is Helena with Radio Maria. I have got with me a quick little update on Pact Prisoners Advice and Care Trust. With me live is Teresa Alessandro and she is the amazing, the wonderful Community Engagement Manager for Pact. Hello Teresa, thank you for coming on the programme. Good morning Helena, hello everybody, it's lovely to be here. All right. October was a very busy month for PACT and I'm sure you're going to keep busy for the rest of November. Can you give us a little update? Uh, Sure. I I wanted to talk today about children and families affected by imprisonment. Particularly, I'm wondering if anyone listening has watched the new television series Time um, about women in prison. So there was a first series about uh, a man in prison. It's, it's, It's a work of fiction. But the new series is about women in prison, and I wonder if anyone has been watching. It follows the story of a small number of women in prison and their experiences. So uh, my husband and I, we watched the first episode. We, you know, we sat down with our cups of tea and we're, we're really looking forward to it. But we found it so hard. It was, it was very, very difficult to watch and to follow the stories. And when we got to the end of the first episode, we both felt we had to take a break. You know, we weren't able to go straight on. It was very distressing. Um, now, this week, uh, myself and our, our CEO, Andy Keen Downs, we were uh, with the bishops at, at their plenary and we were making a presentation about PACT. Uh, and we were all gathered together there in, in Leeds, in Hinsley Hall. And we were there to talk about our work. But when I was in, in, in the queue for coffee, I was speaking to one of the bishops and he made the same comment to me. He had tried to watch the series Time and he had had to take a break after the first episode because he just found it so very difficult. So um, I think perhaps it's in our minds at the moment also because Christmas is approaching and Christmas is a really hard time to have a family member in prison. It's a hard time for someone to be in prison, but it's hard for families to, you know, gathering at Christmas, knowing that somebody isn't with them because they're inside and, and, you know, worrying about what kind of day they're having and so on. So in the last few months, PACT has produced a report and it's based on research we've done where we've listened to family members about their experiences of having someone inside. And I think it's an example of subsidiarity because we've asked family members, you know, what, what has this been like and, and what can help? You know, and so we're not we're not sort of parachuting in trying to do it ourselves. We're finding out from family members themselves, um, you know, what, what their voices are telling us. And so <clears throat> I'm going to share some of those thoughts now that are, that are captured in our report. But I just want to take a moment to acknowledge, you know, how difficult it, it might be for some of the people who responded, you know, to share information about your life and, and some very difficult, upsetting times in your life. And so I'd like to acknowledge first the, the strength of the people who, who, who spoke to us. And, and they want to share their thoughts and comments respectfully, you know. So our, our findings, uh, we captured two elements, the financial impact of imprisonment on families and the emotional impact. 
and uh, I'm going to tell you some of the findings, but but I also just want to mention that we're going to talk about the, the impact on children and families a little bit, but to mention that children can thrive when someone's in prison. It's not necessarily all doom and gloom. Some, some children thrive very well. And uh, at PACT, we see wonderful examples of families supporting each other, extended families getting involved, good friends, schools, communities, professionals involving, uh, becoming involved in the children's lives and helping children to thrive even though a member of the family is in prison. So that can happen. But there is potential for a lifelong negative impact on the child when someone in their family goes to prison. And uh, for example, a significant proportion of children whose dad's been inside will go on to be in prison themselves. And there's an increased likelihood of mental health difficulties and all sorts of other things. And so that support is really important. And uh, an insight into that, you know, if you watched the series Time and you saw what, what was happening to children there when their mothers are in prison, just to say, I've mentioned this statistic before on Radio Maria, it's a really hard one to hear. But when a mother goes to prison, 95% of children have to leave the family home. They might be cared for by a relative or a grandparent, or, or in lots of cases, they may need to go into care. So uh, in, in that drama time, although it's fiction, it captured really well the, the, the experience of women inside who live with this unbearable distress of worrying about how their children are and even where they are. And, and for the children too, you know, their lives are just so uprooted. So let's just think about what families actually say then. So in, in our report on the financial side, families talk about how it can be really expensive to keep in touch with someone in prison. So one person reported that they live in Leamington Spa and they wanted to visit their brother in prison on the Isle of Wight. And every time they go, that costs £500 in travel expenses, £500 to make that journey. Someone else was, was reporting they have a 600-mile round trip to do to visit their loved one inside with two young children, taking them to see their dad. So they have to stay overnight in a hotel. Uh, well, you know, think about what that would cost for families. They can't do it very often. So families aren't able to um, stay in touch as well as they would like because of the expense. And families reported, lots of families reported that it's really difficult to do the, the things that other families do once someone's in prison because of those extra costs. They, they can't do as many social activities together. They can't go out together. They can't afford transport in the same way. And this all affects family life in, in a kind of less obvious way. And, and what's so sad about that and so, so disheartening in some ways is that when family bonds are strengthened and maintained while someone's inside, where that's appropriate, we know that that means the person on leaving prison is much less likely to return to crime because they've got that great support network. And that's good for everybody. It's good for future victims of crime. It's good for the family. It's good for the person themselves. And it's good for the whole community. It makes the community safer. And so... Um, there's some detail in the report about what financial support is available for families in this situation. You know, when you're listening now today, you might be thinking there's some financial support and there is. But PACT is, is challenging about that and asking about that because it seems that the support that's available, it hasn't kept pace with the rising costs of living. And so, you know, the support is, is too small for, for what is needed. So we always try and work in good relationships with the Prison and Probation Service. So we can ask these questions about, about that level of support armed with this evidence from families. You know, it really helps us to challenge and, and encourage change. And to talk about the emotional impact in the report, well, that's very difficult to read about too. I'm going to tell you some of the things people said. We've got a few quotes there. Someone said, I can't face people. 
I'm so ashamed of what he's done. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go into town because I don't want to meet anybody and face them. Someone else told us, you find out who your true friends are. I had a best friend of 30 years. And when she found out my partner had gone to prison and what the accusation was, she didn't come near. And I must say, I hear that a lot from families that you lose friends over this situation. Someone else said, I hate walking into a room full of people. You don't know who knows and who doesn't. I don't like people talking behind my back. It's the most horrible sensation. And I think really that those comments from families capture that the, the social stigma of having a family member in prison is, is, um, is still very strong, you know. And of all the people who spoke to us in the survey, less than a third said that they were open about their loved one being in prison. And, and almost half said they, they usually avoid mentioning where their loved one is. And it can be a really difficult decision for families knowing whether to tell the children where their mum or dad is, uh, knowing whether to bring them to visit or not, and to manage different stories with different people. And of course, no one wants to be in a situation where they're telling different things to different people rather than just being open about their lives. But, but you can see that there's such a high price of being open uh, because of this stigma. So. What does PAC do about this? Where is our hope coming from? Well, I can tell you that we're calling for change. And so we've put some recommendations in this report. We're asking about the amount of support available, as I say, for people struggling to meet costs for visiting in prison. And we're asking that prisoners as much as possible can be held close to their families and good friends so that people can visit more often and those support networks can be kept going. But one of the recommendations that I think is really interesting is about this idea of uh, the stigma for families. So we've said in the report, public figures should be careful not to make sweeping statements about the criminal justice system that could inadvertently stigmatise families at the same time. And while our, our recommendation is about public figures, I think it's something we can all take to heart. I think the way we talk about people makes a difference to how they feel about what's happening to them and how easy it is to ask for help. And sometimes, you know, help can just be being able to talk about it with someone who doesn't judge, with someone who cares. And I think um, I often say to Catholic people that I'm meeting to talk about these issues that, you know, a, a smile and a kind word goes such a long way that, that, you know, it can feel a bit overwhelming knowing that somebody's going through this situation, but, but the smallest thing can be helpful. Pope Francis in Fratelli Tutti, this is a quote I come back to over and over again in my work, he says, a community can be rebuilt by men and women who identify with the vulnerability of others, who reject the creation of a society of exclusion and act instead as neighbours, lifting up and rehabilitating the fallen for the sake of the common good. Pope Francis says it better than I can. And just to return to Christmas, just, just to make sure that we, we leave this time uh, time together with, with a sense of hope. Um, PACT does organise special family visit days at Christmas time, not on Christmas Day, but leading up to Christmas. We try as much as possible to have people come together on a family visit, a special opportunity to play games together, eat together, maybe have a family photo together, which is a really unusual thing to be allowed to do in prison, and try to build memories and forget about being in prison for a little while. We do do that. And we have a number of parishes um, who support those family days with with uh, donations of gifts and and um, 
other ways that they can support. And of course, our volunteers will be really involved in those days, making it as much as possible fun for everyone and, and doing the washing up so families don't have to and all of all of those things that just help help people to just be able to spend time together as a family, uh, just in a little tiny window of hope as Christmas approaches. So you can find our report on our website. Uh, if you'd like to have a little look, it's called Serving a Hidden Sentence because we say that families feel that they are serving a hidden sentence alongside their loved one in prison. And our website is at prisonadvice.org.uk, prisonadvice.org.uk. And you can email me. I'd be happy to um, give you more information. I can send you a copy of the report. Uh, I'm, I'm at parish.action at prisonadvice.org.uk, parish.action at prisonadvice.org.uk. And Helena, I do have a prayer we can say together, but I don't know if there's something you want to just check in with first. Oh, no, I, I'm always grateful for hearing the wonderful impact that PACT is having on families in this country. Our fellow citizens, our fellow brothers and sisters, and uh, I... Every time you come on, I get enthusiastic about <laughs> about what we're doing and what we can do. So thank you, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you. Not at all. So maybe we'll just um, finish with this prayer. It's the one Bishop Richard Moth wrote. And Bishop Richard was one of the bishops we met yesterday at Hinsley Hall. He's a great support to PACT. And he is um, the bishop who has responsibility for prisons on behalf of the Bishop's Conference. Lord Jesus Christ, you have come so that we may have life to the full. Listen to our prayers for all in prison and their families. Touched by your spirit, may they find newness of heart and be open to that new life that is found only in you. May they know care and receive support from those around them. May they find new purpose in serving you in their brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen.